One, two, three, four. Just another day at my dead end profession. I've lived day to day. Yeah, listen to some good old country records on the radio. Hell, yeah, what else can I say? We are back. It's the Degenerate Podcast. I'm Ryan Shores. With me, as always, is Dave Gallants. I forget how this is. Do I say woohoo? Is that my... Oh, no. God damn it. No, no, that's Robert Tim with the other soundboard. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's been a while. You forgot. Yeah, I did. Two weeks off, man. Oh, boy. You know what? I'm proud of you guys. I am. Because (laughs) we made it here. (laughs) We got dressed in the morning. No, I'm not wearing pants, but... For like years, I'm like, when's your next show? And you both went, nah, no yeah. next show. <laughs> and now when I, had- I say nerd night every time. <laughs> That's yeah, like that, nothing, though. That does not oh, count. Okay, fair enough. No, but like, uh, I couldn't do two Saturdays in a row. I'm like, guys, let's do it another night. And the reason you guys could not was you were too busy with shows. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I am so proud. You're all grown up. You're all grown up. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, we are back. Thank you so much for those that reached out to me and said, when's the next one happening? Like, th- there was a point where I'm like, yeah. Let's not even do this anymore. Yeah, <laughs> kind of ride off into the sunset. Everyone's too busy. And then a bunch of people wrote me on Facebook and Instagram saying, hey, when's the next one? And that means a lot to me. So thank you. You know who you are. See, you missed an opportunity there, though, because when people started writing you asking you when's the next one, you could have been like, you know what? We're just having a little financial trouble. If you donate a dollar, <laughs> we can start a new episode. Then we would get a little... Wait, so I, you're trying to turn him into like a Nigerian prince skim? More or less, yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, look at him. He's royalty. Come on. <laughs> so anyways, last weekend, went to Vegas, uh, went to a sex club. Did you really? I did. Oh, How I, was that? Uh, <laughs> you, you know what? I, 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 Is there like a... Cover like <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. that work? Is uh, it like a? Is it like just a regular store in between a Jamba Juice and so a Liberty the, Tax position minimum? <laughs> so I had to know what goes on at these places. You know, Me like, too. So, I'm curious. Yeah. So there's there's different ones, and Aaron and I have always been. I mean, it, it's clear that our uh, sexuality is uh, very out there, very open. Sure. We were always nervous to go to the one of these places because I've seen swingers, and it's uh. You know, I'm into bigger ladies. I'm uh-huh. into older ladies, but uh, it's never the, the the good aspects of those two categories right, yeah, when it comes yeah. to swingers. Yeah. Yeah. It's always like you're not wearing your age or your weight well right, at all. Yeah, and yeah it's, it's, it's always it ends up being that scene from It's Sunny in Philadelphia when yeah. Frank goes to a swingers yeah. party. It's just oh, God. Yeah. there's always people with weird scars and deformities. <laughs> right? It's like one ball gets you free entry. Yeah, you know, there's a, there's a naked lady, but she's got no chin. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, something's wrong. It, like every every swinger is like, um, it's like you go to the uh, the goodwill for clothes. Like there's something yeah. wrong with all of right, these. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, realistically, the cast for any legitimate movie about swingers should not be that different from like. The cast of any horror movie about freaks in the middle of the desert, you know, well, especially like, especially in Vegas. Like, yeah. there's a reason these people are here instead of a threesome at a penthouse suite right, on right, the strip. Right. Yeah. So you know, the, the, like the, the reason I've never brought Aaron, a big boobed model, to a swingers club because I've always been worried. Like, it'd be like World War Z. Just yeah. being, like, the minute that she walks in, they're all just spilling over all the couches towards her. I'm like, a I, calamity of crabby sixty-five year old man yeah. hands. 
hands, yeah, yeah. reaching out. Yeah, and I and I uh, I'd be like a work potluck at an office where Ryan brings caviar. Yeah, Everyone yeah. else has like day old bagels and shit. Mine's like exactly. Why am I bringing the best commodity to this party? Stay in my hotel, you gross old man. All the swingers talk about that night for for years. <laughs> Do you remember when she showed up? Oh God. Yeah. So, anyways, we took XC and went. Nice. So, anyways, uh, this place, this particular place in Vegas, <laughs> um, and, and we plan to, to see a lot. We're going to another one in LA next weekend. Wow. Uh, but th- that one's by like invite only. It's going to be a, a, a nicer. Well, how did you do this one? Was this one like a place where you? Oh, just... this is like like anyone can come in as long as you really? have twenty dollars next to the Sam Goodies in the mall. <laughs> yeah, you're not far. It's out. actually inside Target yeah. in the back. <laughs> Like, sir, this is not a swingers club. <laughs> I keep telling you, stop fucking in the toy aisle. <laughs> so, anyways, we went in. We were like, let's just see what goes on. Now, it was in a house, like a like a big mansion in Vegas. Okay. Okay. And like, it was BYOB. You check your booze in. Like, they give you a sticker, and like, they have mixers okay. available for like five bucks. And like, they're, like you, they put your name on it. There's like a, a kitchen that's roped off by like a bartender. Like, all right, put a sticker with your name on it. All right, and then um, the upstairs is like a hangout area. Nothing's going on. Okay, it's like meet and greet. You know, like if, if you see someone, you you say hi. And they have a very strict policy, which I like, is if you say no once, that's the end of it. Sure. And they have security there. There's a dude with cauliflower ears. I'm like. What belt are you? He's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like no gi. I'm like, all right, I like this. I like that the point is like to talk to other people to possibly fucking Ryan's talking to the bouncer. Like, yeah. Hey, what's your background, man? What do you got? <laughs> and it would be great if Ryan was like, what belt are you? And he looked at him right in the eyes and he went, six. <laughs> Coral. <laughs> no, I did talk to him for about 30 minutes about MMA. Uh, <laughs> of course, until the guy said no. And then Ryan's like, all right, gotta respect it. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, we have a one no policy. I've told you for the last three times I will not talk about Frank Shamrock. <laughs> Sir, I've told you Frank several Frank Shamrock was there, by the way. I don't want to talk about Conor McGregor anymore, <laughs> sir. Please just go fuck an old lady. <laughs> normally, normally we have to kick off creepy dudes from harassing women, but really, you've been bothering the bouncer and you need to leave. <laughs> so anyways. <laughs> he doesn't want to discuss early pride. So anyways. This is 30 minutes of us interrupting Ryan as he tries to start this story. <laughs> I'm trying to leave a sex club and you're making MMA jokes. <laughs> we all have a problem. <laughs> you were in a club, we're in a sex club making MMA, MMA conversation. Uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah. God. So, anyways, <laughs> the top part is like a, a meet and greet room. Then there's like a series of bedrooms, okay? Now, you can keep the door open. Uh, or you could, or you could close it. That's okay. up to you. Like, if the door is open, does that mean that somebody can come in and uh, participate? So, yes, but there's also a chain, so you can uh, just be watched. You can just okay. be watched, or uh, or you can, no chain means come on in. But is there an etiquette? That, like, how do you yeah. know? Like. Do you just jump dick first into the pile, or like, is there like a, a uh, greeting? Uh, from what I was told, you ease your way in, you know, okay. and, and get a vibe. All right, we didn't do that, but you know, because there was all a bunch of gross dudes there. So that's, that's that was that. the other thing. That's what I want to know. What was the percentage of just horribly deformed dudes to anybody that is halfway attractive? It was like ten to one. Oh. <laughs> it was. Like, we were just there, and we were like, the minute we walked in, and we, by the way, we went two nights in a row. Uh, <laughs> we were like, the minute we walked in, we went, gross. <laughs> nice. All right, so then you go downstairs. Wait, I like the chain thing, because I'm thinking of Bobby going in there, closing the open doors, unchaining the chains, and walking on King of Pranks. <laughs> 
fucking ruin everybody's <laughs> yes. You're just regularly having sex <laughs> in somebody else's house. I know. I, I can see someone walking up to an open door bedroom like, what's going on there? It's Dave doing 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I put the chain up. You can't pop it. <laughs> chain up, no heckling. <laughs> so then downstairs, there's like a dungeon, all right? Now that's like an wow. anything goes type place. There's like all sorts of stuff going on down there. Basically, there's like a sex show going on at all times. I walked down there. There was like there was like a, a guy and two girls having a threesome. Chain up. There was like a, someone being flogged. There was like a guy that had two girls like w- with like some serious bondage going on, like like really professionally wow. done. Now here's the thing: all those gross dudes got their dicks out, and I call them wagglers. They are just they just the, the dicks wow. out. They're just, and by the way, never hard. They're just like trying to <laughs> jumpstart that motor, and it's not happening. This has gone from interesting to dark real fast. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So absolutely. Now, at one point, Aaron walks in to uh, one of these dungeon rooms, and there's, like, a super hot girl tied up, and she's being spanked by her boyfriend who's, like, who tied her up. And she's like, oh, that's hot. She looks in the corner, and there's an old dude that was, like, Charlie Daniels with his pants around his ankles just fucking <laughs> just, just cranking it. He's just cranking it. And she goes, oh, oh. Uh. <laughs> She gets the fuck out of there. See, you know, that seems, I don't know, I'm just, no, no offense to her, but that seems like bad etiquette. Like, yes. Everyone's doing that shit there. Yeah. You shouldn't make them feel like, hey, <laughs> oh, you're no, me gross. out. That's your fault <laughs> being gross. <laughs> she just pointed and yelled, like, why are you even alive? So, so here's the part that was weird. So we're, we're at one point. Oh, my God. Maybe that guy's uh, kink is being shamed. <laughs> Maybe he was in there for people to be disgusted by him. I know a lot of people. <laughs> At one point, Aaron and I are just uh, we're, we're sitting on the couch. We've had a few drinks. Okay, I would say do not stand on the couch there. That's my first. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I wore some throwaway clothes. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? These jeans are on their last leg. Oh, Aaron, you take two birth control pills tonight. <laughs> so at one point, we're just sitting on the couch. We've, we've seen everything. Oh, we've seen it uh, all. Okay, question. Yeah. Did you guys dress normal? Or did you dress like... Provocatively, or no, just normal. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now Ryan had crotchless panties. Just, yeah. so was, normal. Yeah, <laughs> I was wearing a button up and chaps. <laughs> <laughs> it's dress sexy. <laughs> so at one point we were just sitting on the couch and we're feeling the ecstasy, we're feeling the drinks, we just start making out on mm-hmm. a couch. And that's when I feel someone next to me, right? I feel someone in my personal space. Shit, I forgot to put the chain up. <laughs> well, there was no chain. This is like a common area couch. I turn, and there's just some dude with his pants around his ankles jerking it to us kissing. Just just fucking going at it. In a way, well, hold now, on. Let, let's just talk about this. There's people upstairs having sex that he could watch. There's people downstairs involved in serious sexual bondage that he could watch. In a way... This is kind of a quaint masturbation. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, this is like the way you know Grandma masturbated just to people kissing. On well, the couch. well, that was my my first thought. I was like, I can't get mad. We're at a sex club. You yes. sign up for this thing. Yeah. Uh, but my whole thing was like this, this. There is people fucking right over. The, given they're gross, but yes. it turns out he's a big fan of the podcast. <laughs> Hey, hey, do vigilante justice. <laughs> do, 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 uh, put a creep on blast on Facebook. Oh, <laughs> Did you meet her on Meet an Inmate? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that was a weird experience. We're going to another one, like I said, next weekend in L.A. That's by invite only. Like, there's a um, a dominatrix that Aaron's friends with. That's shot. Uh, yeah. She's like, she's like only attractive couples. I don't know how I made the list, but uh, <laughs> it's an average. Yeah, Aaron brings up <laughs> yeah, yeah, the bell curve quite yeah. a bit. 
It's only a train of couples. No, they're going to stop vets. you at the door. Like, yeah. So you got to wait out here. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people's girlfriends are in there. <laughs> and, and single women. So there's no wagglers. Yeah. There's no weird, creepy guys. There was one guy at this past one where I had to fucking back off a little bit. I'm like, dude, s- said twice now. <laughs> said twice. <laughs> What's funny is uh, Dave and I actually ended up at a party last weekend. On Sex Saturday. party? Absolutely. Uh, we were well, the wagglers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we made it one. <laughs> but it was uh, my co-host, Damian Mercado. He was getting his, uh, is finally graduating from business school and getting his uh, MBA. Also, invite only. Yes, it Thank was. That's true. And it was at uh, a bar that I had never been to downtown. Dave, had you been there? Yeah, I know of the bar. I actually applied to work there when it opened. Oh, really? But they weren't open during the day, and I was looking for day shifts. So it finally made me think that we've gone too far with bar themes. Like, we've... we've how so? So you know how, like, sometimes, like, hey, we're going to be a cowboy western bar. Or so a tiki like, bar. So yeah. yeah, so they throw, they throw a fucking buffalo on the side of the wall, and they have some whiskey special, and then the bartender occasionally wears a cowboy hat. <laughs> like, that's, that's... It's a real buffalo corpse just splatters. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is, and that makes sense, and it's fine, and it's whatever. But this one took it to the extreme. So first of all, you have to understand that this is an incredibly high-end bar in terms of real estate. It is like smack in the middle of downtown, a basement-level bar, which are usually like very expensive wine bars. Exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They have decided to go with the theme of trailer park. The name of the bar is Uh, Trailer Park After Dark. Yes, and so- Um, as a guy that's been to a trailer park after dark, that is not a safe place. What to are be. you advertising? Like, <laughs> yeah. what do you? What? What is the sexy nuance? Like, am I supposed to go in there and accidentally bang my cousin? Why Talk is, about wagglers. What, <laughs> <laughs> what? What is the purpose of this theme? The bouncer, like, looking at your ID, is doing the thing where he's wearing overalls with one strap off and like the affected "I'm a hillbilly" look, standing in the middle of downtown San Diego in like the nicest area right. of bars. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, I've. Uh, I mean this. So I say I've been to a trailer park after dark. Let me give you the circumstances. <laughs> uh, I was on tour when I was single, and a woman said, "Let's go back to her place," uh, which turned out to be a trailer park after dark. Yeah. For, from now on, just so you guys know, when you say my place, you have to reveal whether or not that place has wheels. I like, want- legally speaking, <laughs> you can't use the term place if it can move places. I want to know if there's a foundation. Yes. Uh, anyway, it's on cinder blocks. Boom. <laughs> We, we went to her trailer park, uh, but we could not fuck inside because there was too much trash on the floor. <laughs> so did you fuck outside? Yes. <laughs> she, we, we, put a, we put a blanket down outside this trailer park. And at this point, I'm like, I'm fully committed here. Right, I, yeah, I, just, I, uh, I took the Uber. This, I mean, is, this is for the experience at this I, point. At this point, yeah. I'm, not, I'm going yeah. all the way yeah. here because I, we can't do a half measure. <laughs> So that happened, and then when I got back to my hotel, I realized that I had left my wallet behind. Now, there was no cash in it, but I did get her number. So the next day I called, and she said, well, I can get it to you after my shift at Taco Bell. I went back, and her grandma handed me her baby. And uh, like, no, 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 the wallet. <laughs> this isn't mine. Well, I did at one point think, like, I could probably get more for this baby than what's in the wallet. <laughs> that did occur to me. <laughs> And then, and then the grandma, as I was holding this baby of this girl who I had to fuck outside because there was too much trash on the floor of a trailer, said, when are you going to make an honest woman out of my granddaughter? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, lady, there is not enough marriages on earth to make that bitch honest. And I just said, keep the wallet. <laughs> I, I tossed to the baby overhand. Pocket hand. <laughs> Pocket baby. No, but this place down there, they like really went all out with the theme. You go down to this what should be a 
incredibly nice bar. Yes. And they have built faux trailers along the yep. side. First thing when you walk in, you see like a fake little trailer. It's like a private room sort of. Yes. You can rent it out and or so, whatever. So uh, <laughs> you put a chain up, I guess. Well, yeah. Well, Damien's girlfriend had to rent it out, and you then go in there, and like the one thing they did not skimp on here was like the sleaze factor of these private trailer rooms because it's got a trailer facade, and then you walk inside. And there is plastic covered couches yep. that are very clearly for fucking. Like it's it's out of view really? of the rest of the bar. You are in your own private room in Great. a private area. <laughs> no, no, here's the thing. They're Wagless. not for fucking, but people would fuck on them because when I sat on it, that is Oh, it was the hardest thing. I'm almost ever... fifty. That yeah. is the most uncomfortable couch <laughs> I've ever sat on in my fucking it life. It was laughably bad. And it's like a piece of plywood with like an inch of foam over it. So they did that on purpose to stop people from fucking on the couch. They did like cheap wall coverings and stuff that you'd find in a trailer in the whole nine yards. And I'm like, when I was... Also like wood paneling. Yeah, I think. yeah, all that stuff. I was looking around and I was like, okay, I get it. You're going for a theme. We, have we ran out of good themes? Like, you, missed, there... you missed one of the best details. Huh. As you're walking to the back where the room is, you, yeah. you pass the bar. The bar stools oh, that's right. are shopping carts. That have been cut to be <sighs> bar stools. And, and, so and you're sitting in a shopping cart. It looks it looks like, oh, look how neat. And you sit in it and you're like, this is the least effective school, stool that has ever been designed. Like this is purely for show and now you have no bar stools yeah. because this is, cannot be sit in yeah. a reasonable way. And so I was like, are we out of good themes? Did somebody hate? How about just hand jobs? We're all going to the bar for the same reason anyway. <laughs> just make that the theme. Like, whatever it is, Disneyland, I don't care. But, like, do we have to sing to trailer parks? Hey, but uh, is there this? anybody who looks at that and goes, yeah, that's right. That's my idea of, like, romantic whimsy is, of course, going to a trailer park. It's that like the a- same level of kitsch as, like, the ugly Christmas sweater party. You're, like, right. You're right. You're right. What are this? you doing? No themes. I mean, yes. is anyone going to a bar and be like, right. oh, Oh, no theme? The theme is I'm getting drunk. This is this is my favorite theme. I'm trying to have unprotected oh, sex with oh. a stranger here. At the trailer park bar, when you order a beer, they serve you a can in a brown paper bag. Yes. Oh, how novel. Which is ironic because like inside of the boundaries of a trailer park is one of the only places where you just walk around without that bag anyway. Yeah. You walk around with a glass with ice in it if you want the, to. The local police officer glass is Glass with ice? What are you, the mayor? Yeah. <laughs> local police officer is walking around with a high life like the, 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 the paper bag is for meth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. That's where you put it's, your pipe in your just surrounding a syringe. Yeah, you're fucking, you're your dust bag. I, I'd let you guess what one of the most popular drinks there is, but it's too easy. White Claw. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. ordering White Claw because this they have like a dozen flavors. Like, oh, which White Claw did you want? I don't know, surprise uh, me. Yeah, you know what people don't drink in trailer parks? White Claw. Yeah. Right. They, they, they drink something like uh, uh, called Hurricane. It's good. It tastes like pennies, and it's got nine percent alcohol. That's yeah. what's drank. Oh, and for the for when you rent out the private room, they do like almost buffet style food. They bring like big trays of food out. The utensils. Yeah, because when I go to a trailer park, I think buffet. Yeah, yeah. the utensils are in a tackle box. Ha yeah. ha ha. And the food, when they bring the food out, first they set up one of those, uh, like almost like a beer pong table, like yeah. a folded leg, cheap little plastic table. Yeah. Sounds awful. Yeah, it's it was one of those things. Yeah, thanks like, for nothing, Damien, you yeah. piece of shit. Like, where you're like, listen, I get that you really went all out on the theme and you paid attention to detail, and I guess way to go on that. But realistically, is this the theme hill you wanted to die on? Like, is this where you, you planted your flag at Trailer Park and stuck by it? Honestly, I'm more mad at the people who go there because yes. it's a Trailer Park bar. Yes. Honestly, it's a popular bar. I'm not going to any more bars that aren't sex club themed. <laughs> <laughs> All right? I'm used to the wagglers at this point. I can deal with it.
Uh oh, it's like he's flown first class now. He's not yeah. coming back. No, yeah, he says we can't, can't get back. Can't get a hold of him every every weekend. He said chains and wagglers. I can't enjoy this high life without some old man jerking his dick right next yeah, to me. Right. <laughs> so guys, it's been a while since I've had cable TV. Okay, and at the hotel that we were staying at in Vegas. They would not allow us to plug our fire stick in. There, the more and more hotels really? that are upscale are trying to prevent you from like bringing your fire stick. They want you to rent the in-room movies, you know. So. Okay, first of all, I didn't even know that was a thing. And secondly, how do they know? Yeah. So are you telling me they block the USB port? Or? Yeah. They, they they like encase it in wood. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. like, there's no way in there. Gotcha. So, anyways, so for the first time in a while, I've watched cable TV dealing with all Ugh. the commercials. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Ugh. So uh, I discovered a product that. I was certain was satire. I was certain it was a joke. Oh, I love these. It's called Trumpy Bear. Okay. Oh, I've seen oh, it. Yeah. You've seen it again. All right. Now, I, I watched the commercial, and you listen, I'm not trying to make fun of the fact that Donald Trump has a teddy bear. The reason teddy bears exist is from Theodore Roosevelt. Yeah, that's right. he, he had Teddy, Theodore. He had a bear fashioned after him. Uh, many presidents have some sort of merch of, of something. <laughs> Obama had a quarter uh, fashioned after him. Anyway, um, the commercial, though, and I want any listener to, to look this up. Go on YouTube and type in Trumpy Bear commercial. It's not an SNL sketch. <laughs> you would think that the commercial would be marketing towards old ladies that are trying to, well-meaning old ladies that are trying to give their grandchild a present. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems like that would be the the target audience, right? You just market to old, out of touch old ladies that don't realize their grandchild does not want a Donald Trump shaped yeah. bear. They want electronics, but like, yeah, market to like, don't you want your grandchild to be a patriot? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. At least it would make sense. This commercial is not targeting old ladies or children. It is targeting Marines, uh, bikers, <laughs> police, uh, law enforcement. Uh, like, it was, it, like, it, it, non-ironically. There's Sex like, club bouncers? There's, yeah, there's... <laughs> There's like a like a, a tough as nails looking dude. He's like once a marine, always a marine, and I'm proud to ride with Trumpy Bear. And then again, not ironically, there's a shot of him on his fucking Harley with a teddy bear yeah. on the handlebars, and he's trying to look fucking badass with it. And then like, it goes to a fucking law enforcement agent. He's like, he's like, when I ride, I ride with Trumpy Bear. I'm like, what the f- what are you talking about? I did see this thing, and I actually thought because so first I thought parody. Now to be fair. The Trumpy bear does have cauliflower ears, so it's kind of a tough bear. Yeah, so like, I, at first I thought parody, but then I thought, this actually might be fucking genius, right? Because you could think of some entrepreneurial businessman who ended up with like a warehouse full of bears in Indonesia and was like, how do I sell these I useless these? pieces of shit? And they found like some blue fabric and some fucking crazy orange hair to staple onto it. And he's like, uh, where can I find somebody stupid enough to pay 19 bucks for this 30 cent piece of trash I have in a warehouse in Indonesia? And he went, middle America. Yeah, I get that. But again, market it to old ladies and children. No, but yeah. here's the thing. We've all traveled through Middle America. Yes. I'm from the Midwest. I know. I guarantee you there are enough bikers who will do that yes. and yes. fucking wow. tie it to the front of their bike. I, I now work on construction sites all day, and I guarantee you there are some guys there that would probably you know, tape it to the front of That's the so weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's no. so weird. It's a fucking children's plush toy. What'll yes. be really weird is if you know, because we call it, as Ryan pointed out, we call them teddy bears because of Teddy Roosevelt. Everyone yeah. just calls yeah, yeah, yeah. them. What would be really weird is 100 years from now, if they're just known as Trumpy Bears. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Trumpy bear for your birthday. What a dystopia. Oh. But it's just like a random bear, but they call all bears Trumpy bears. It just catches on. And oh, at one point in the commercial, you'll notice you unzip Trumpy bear, an American flag comes out oh, of him. Jesus Christ. And this woman grabs it, hugs it, and starts rubbing it on her face. I'm like, <laughs> oh, as Trump has famously done several you times. You are mentally unstable. Yeah. <laughs> I am as patriotic as the next guy, but that is not healthy. Uh, Ryan, you are incorrect. Much like you and Aaron, she had just taken a lot of ecstasy. Oh, okay. well, <laughs> so soft as fucking flag. Hey, nobody had a chain up in front of that flag, so she was, <laughs> it was fair game. <laughs> you, you cut to the right, Trumpy Bear's waggling. <laughs> <laughs> The other big thing that's been going on since we've been off the air is we're apparently all going to die of a pandemic coronavirus from China. I think first I'm going to die from all the shitty jokes and memes that are being made about it. Honestly, there was like three (laughs) clever ones, and then everything else was just derivative. Dude, our friend Adam Connie, like... This joke was going to be found very eventually, but yeah, he, yeah. he was the first one I saw do it. It was hilarious. He said, does my coronavirus come with Lyme disease? I'm like, that's, that's fucking great. funny. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Um, anyway, <laughs> no. The, the, the minute I saw the name coronavirus, I was like, oh, I can make a beer joke. And then I stopped and went, no. Yeah. Nope, because everyone's about to do it. And no, it's just too, it, it's too on the nose. It's too there. No. And then the next day, I was just buried in an yeah. avalanche of shitty jokes. Hey, uh, coronavirus, I only drink Modelo. Ha, fucking ha. <laughs> so the sh- shitty jokes are one thing. But then the other thing, too, is it's interesting to see people react. Like, it's interesting to watch people without any kind of demographic or, like, disease knowledge suddenly go crazy about stuff that they don't fully yeah, understand, yeah. right? Because, like, sure, it's scary, right? New disease could have higher fatality levels, maybe some different uh, viral stuff than than other stuff we're used to. But in general, like, it's almost all in China right now, and it still hasn't killed that many people. It's killed and, 500 people. Yeah, which in is... In China. Yeah, yeah. Which is like nothing. Yeah, 500, yeah, exactly, yeah. 500 people in China is like half a person anywhere else, right? Like, uh, yeah. it, It'd not, be like, all three guys in this room, Bobby died, no one cares. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, so like compare this to like the disease that actually kills a whole fuckload of people here, which is like the flu. You know, yeah. you're talking 40 to 70,000 die every year in America from the flu. And like worst case projections of American fatalities is like not even in the triple digits for this particular virus. So like it's, it is really interesting to watch people flip out and it's like, hey, you know how you're going crazy and saying how you're going to pull your kid out of public school School and homeschool yeah. them so they don't get coronavirus. Uh, have you gone to the local CVS and gotten the flu shot that is literally <laughs> 5,000 times more likely to kill your child? Interesting thing that I saw about the coronavirus, uh, I, I just saw this the other day. Uh, Bobby, you probably know more about this. Can, can, can we just uh, specify yes. the flu shot isn't 5,000 uh, times likely no, 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 to kill your f- child? Go get the, the flu, flu virus. Flu. Yes. <laughs> Correct. If that was information. Yes. No, the, the doctor in China who discovered the virus uh-huh. got it. No, well, not only that, the Chinese government told him to shut the fuck up. Yeah. yeah. Like, hey, you don't know what you're talking about. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Not only was he right, he just died from it. Yeah. Oh, he died, too. Yeah. Oh, I I, I heard he got it. Uh, yep. I high. mean, but that's not that surprising. China is not exactly free and open with their information sources. Like, we actually have to change the rules of scientific investigation that gets done in China because in the U.S., by law, unless it's under classification, if it's done with public monies, it has to be publicly available. So you have to make it so that the public can access it. In China, it's the opposite. Like, you're not allowed to tell the public fucking anything. Uh, yeah. <laughs> in North Korea, uh, they're under the impression Kim Jong-un just fucking came up with a cure. Yeah. <laughs> he made the disease and the cure. Yep, yep. He giveth and taketh away. He does it all. 
Yeah. 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 No, no, so I, I used to work in healthcare, and I can tell you every year there's a scare that old, scared white ladies are always like, oh, God, it's coming to get me. I, I, I've come to find they're a lot like shark attacks, okay? Yeah. When, when one happens, it's national news, and they're like, oh, God, if you go in the water, you're going to get attacked by a shark. Right. It's sensationalism. Yes. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah. And uh, because it's so blown up, everyone thinks that they're the next to get it, and it's more prevalent than it is. Right. But but they do that while ignoring actual dangers, right? right. So it's like right. it's like I am so scared of the sharks at the beach that I'm going to speed away in my car without my seatbelt on. Right. right? Like so, <laughs> yeah. So it's like one of those is going to kill you, and one of those isn't. And so it becomes that way with this too, where it's like literally there is a really deadly virus that sweeps through our society every single year and kills twice as many people as car accidents some year and a shitload of people, and it's called the flu. And there is a place that's either free or for like twenty five bucks down the street from your house where you can be protected from it. You're not even doing that, but instead you're ranting about all these life changes you're going to make about a virus that really is just affecting people in a province in China. <laughs> yeah, I, I do remember this time. I was at Ocean Beach with one of my uh, Marine buddies in our early 20s. And he's like, yeah, I swam out a little bit, but I'm, I'm scared of sharks. I'm like, I see you kill about 11 beers on an empty yeah. stomach and then go for a swim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sharks are the least of your problems, right, right You're like, wait, aren't you a marine? Aren't people going to be fucking shooting at you? Like, I've never seen a shark with an AK. He's like, I just mop Pendleton. <laughs> All right, let's call it a week. Uh, we are very happy to be back, and we will be back next week as well. We're going to keep this train rolling. If you want to see us do some stand-up, February 11th, I will be at the Shamrock in Temecula, California. Bobby! First Tuesday in March at the Ken Club, 7 p.m. for Nerd Night. But then we got Dave here. I actually have a, a, some pretty good shows coming Whoa. up. So this weekend... Sex coming Club! Up, yeah, I'll be the door guy. So this weekend coming up, I'm actually on the road doing a few shows. If we have any listeners, uh, I'm somewhere in Arizona on Thursday. I don't remember where, but Friday, <laughs> hey, Saturday, oh, Sunday... you live in the state of Arizona. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'll be in Laughlin, Nevada, which is kind of cool. And then Monday, back in Arizona somewhere. I don't know. It'll be online. Yeah, you're but, uh, great at promoting, Dave. It's the Laughlin shows that are going to be fun. So <laughs> I will be somewhere where it's hot. Yes. <laughs> at one point near water. Check the internet. There'll be dates. <laughs> All right. Let's call the league. I'm Ryan for Dave and Bobby saying see you next week. Cruising with the twos. Why are you even alive? Motherfucking time is passing by